All right, welcome in Cube Show Podcast, a college football podcast. Usually comes to you on Sunday. Today, coming to you just a little bit early, Super Bowl Sunday, obviously, uh, tomorrow. So I'm going to come to you on Saturday. And I wanted to react to some of the stuff that's happening anyway. So almost kind of like an early emergency pod that we need to get to you and discuss some of the things that are taking place because it's just completely insane right now with what's happening in the world of college coaching. And it follows up what we talked about last week with a lot of these guys looking to go to the NFL. But not just that. Some of the other movement, we, we sort of mentioned this a week ago with how different some of the movement is with Alabama grabbing a couple of head coaches from the group of five to come in and be assistant coaches and coordinators. Uh, obviously, Mar- Maurice Lindquist comes from Buffalo. Kane Womack comes from South Alabama to be part of that staff. So now we see a massive move that I never thought we would see the likes of in college football coaching. Now we saw you had an off- head coach at Kent State in Sean Lewis go to Colorado to be the offensive coordinator. I thought it was a good move. I thought we would see more of that. You guys have heard me say that. That's not super surprising. But the one we saw yesterday, beyond surprising. We'll get to that and get to some of the other coaching notes going around. You guys know each and every week we are brought to you by Wickles Pickles. They are wickedly delicious. Grab them in your grocery store. If you don't have them, tell your grocery you want them and you need them. If not, you can go to Wickles.com and you can order them. Uh, use promo code CUBE, save 15% on your entire order, and you can have Wickles Pickles shipped to you. They sponsor the show. We appreciate them. Pre-support them. And with Super Bowl Sunday coming up, go to Wick, at Wickles Pickles on Instagram, and you can grab recipes. They have a lot of different ways that you can use them, and they are absolutely fantastic. I'm thinking we're going to do like a little sausage board with some Wickles Pickles, maybe some Koneka. We'll be set, ready to go right there. All right, so Chip Kelly announces that he is going to leave his spot as the UCLA head football coach to go be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. The first thing that pops into my brain is, whoa, Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly run scheme with Quinshawn Judkins and Travion Henderson. Ah, that's going to be fun to watch. Now, you're talking about Chip Kelly, a guy who took a running back from the back last year, Carson Steele, he and T.J. Harden both had over 800 yards and averaged over five yards per carry in that UCLA offense. So, and that's rotating quarterbacks as well. His run scheme is as good and fun to watch and diverse as anybody in college football. It is magnificent. It's a thing of beauty. Some of the different reads, stealing people's eyes, finding and creating space. Chip Kelly is masterful at that. Now, will this had some of the downfield passing attack that we've seen under Ryan Day? Maybe not. Maybe that's a part of it that they can mesh. Either way, you're beginning to get that feel, one, that Ohio State's going all in to win a national championship this year with what they've added through the portal. Will Howard, Seth McLaughlin, some others. So let's back up there for just a Well, we'll get to that in just a minute. But either way, it feels like Ohio State going all in and feels like they're going to do anything necessary to compete and possibly win a national championship this year. I think next week we're going to go college football tiers. So tier one, tier two, tier three, I was planning on doing that today. Some of you are going to be mad. Some of you are going to be happy. But Ohio State continues to push themselves into tier one and towards the top of tier one in college football with the moves that they're making. The crazy part about this is that Bill O'Brien had come in as the Ohio State offensive coordinator. Now he gets the head coaching job at Boston College. I think that's a great move. Obviously, he knows the territory, the landscape. There'll be a lot of people around there familiar with him. The name recognition is going to be big. So he'll be able to hopefully generate some more funds for their NIL and be able to push things forward for Ohio, for Boston College. 
since Jeff Halfley left to go to Green Bay. And what we talked about last week, these coaches heading to the NFL, it continues to happen. And I'm not going to back off what I said about there's just more guys that are now looking to get there. Did we always see coaches jump to the NFL? Sure we did. Of course we did. But the number of guys who are going and the number of guys who are still looking to get there, it's never been this big, ever. Uh, we've hit, by the way, 30 spots have opened this college football offseason, this coaching cycle. Since 2008, we've only hit 30 twice. We hit uh, 31 in 2020 or 2012, and we've hit 30 this year. So, and I might have that reversed. It might be 31 in 12 and 30 in 23. But either way, we've only hit 30 two times since 2008. So this coaching cycle has just been incredible. It's as late as I can remember it. There's as many guys going to the NFL as I can ever remember. And there's just more movement than I think I can ever recall, which that's happening every year just based on how things are taking place. Um, there are some other moves that I want to get to in just a moment, some other teams that have been hit hard, but I can't go too much further without telling you guys about Blue Delta jeans. Blue Delta denim, the most comfortable pair of jeans you're ever going to put on. They're stretchy. They're breathable. They're custom fit for you. And now you can digitally have them fit. Go to BlueDeltaJeans.com. See exactly what they've got for you, how they can get you set up. Uh, you got Father's Day, uh, Valentine's Day right around the corner. You want to do a gift card for a pair of Blue Delta jeans? You can do that. They are magnificent, the best pair of denim you're ever going to wear. Go to BlueDeltaJeans.com. Tell them you heard about them right here on Cube Show. Uh, but the maybe even bigger news is that Ryan Grubb leaving Alabama to go to the Seattle Seahawks. Now, we heard that this was possible. We heard that this might happen. My understanding is that offensive line coach Scott Huff going to go with him. So this is a big blow. To Alabama, and I'll put up uh, a screenshot from the article that's out now at the Seattle Times. All right, here's a here's a quote from Bob Condotta, Seattle Times, talking about Ryan Grubb and why this is a little bit more interesting. We had heard about this; we knew this was possible, feasible. Um, one reason was allowing the transfer portal window to pass. As you can see there, he wrote that in the Seattle Times today. Um, that ended on Friday. Today's Saturday, um, so Coach Saban. Uh, retired a month ago today. It was actually a month to the date. Uh, so there's some strategy there. Uh, we had heard a lot of noise, a lot of rumors, people wondering why it was dragging out. Was it over? And now we know Ryan Grubb is going to go to the Seahawks. So the portal window closed for Alabama. That's good news. The strategy, eh, make it that what you will. It's just kind of where we are in college sports right now. you got to manipulate that calendar to the best of your ability to be able to give yourself some advantages. Um, I think it's a big loss because I think Ryan Grubb is fantastic. I think Scott Huff is very good. I hinted a couple of weeks ago that there was a guy that I felt like if uh, Kalen DeBoer did not get Ryan Grubb, that he would immediately call. Are we too far down the road? Is uh, you know, is the calendar going to fit and make it work? But to me, it's an easy call to Kirby Moore at Missouri. They've worked together some of their best offensive work and production they were together with. And I think Kirby Moore is a brilliant offensive mind. Can you get him? Buyout, I think, is $850,000. He's got a couple years on his deal. Does he want to leave Missouri? He's got Luther Burden, Brady Cook coming back, Armand Mimbu at right tackle. they got a young tight end that's a stud. I don't know if he wants to get out of that situation and come into Alabama. You're still going to be the offensive coordinator at Alabama, though. Very rarely does one become that and not catapult into something better. I understand we're looking at Tommy Reese going to coach tight ends for the Browns, but he's in the NFL where a lot of guys want to go anyway. So, I don't know if you can make that one happen. You would imagine if you really wanted to, and that was the guy that he could, but you still got to get someone who might not want to leave and convince them that they need to come to be where you are. The offensive line coach, I think, is going to be a little bit more interesting because I don't 
know all of the lineage there with Kalen DeBoer and where he might directly go. Also, keep in mind, Ryan Grubb is a former offensive line coach. So he and Scott Huff together, that that synergy, that continuity, being able to work on the same page, something that brought a lot of extra value. Now you don't have that. Also, don't forget the fact that if Kalen DeBoer really wants to, he can call his own plays. Uh, if Nick Sheridan, the tight end coach, you guys have heard me often say, a lot of coaches are going to have their tight end coach as their next offensive coordinator, sometimes maybe even running back coach, because those are kind of your recruiter spots. Um, he can move up. Could he call plays? Hasn't done it before. I don't know if that's going to be something he's ready to move to or not, or if Kalen even wants him to. You could always give him the title, have co-OCs with him and Jamarcus Shepard, but Kalen could still call the plays or at least have a heavy hand in play calling. First year as a head coach at Alabama, I wouldn't imagine that you'd want to do that and put that on yourself. But just keep in mind, that option is open. And Kalen has the capability to do that, and he would be great doing it if he decided to do it. So also Alabama brings in Oklahoma State special teams coach Jay Nunez and Washington linebacker coach William Inge. Now, Coach Inge was the co-defensive coordinator there at Washington. I spent a lot of time with him. I can say he's awesome. He's fantastic. Uh, he could be a defensive coordinator anywhere, uh, but he can come in. He's going to be able to help. Uh, run that scheme that Kane Womack wants to run, and he'll be fantastic coaching those linebackers if that's where he ends up. But he's a great coach, great guy to have inside that building. Hey, a dollar means something again. You got a buck, get $1 steak for life from every plate. Simply add a 10-ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for just $1 per box while your subscription is active. Now, that's raising the stakes for dinner. Looking to budget your food expenses this February? Save big and eat great with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Their meals are cheaper than your average fast and casual meal, so ditch the takeout to save money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. They're the easiest way to eat affordably. Get every plate and take back your time this February with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in six simple steps. Save even more time with quick and easy recipes, including easy cleanup options and options ready in 30 minutes or less right to your door. So you can spend less time meal prepping and more time on you. You can count on every plate to make meal times easier without compromising on quality. Every plate recipes include the highest quality ingredients, including sustainably sourced seafood that meets the Monterey Bay Aquarium seafood rankings. So now your meals will be fresh and flavorable. 100% of their delivery emissions is going to be offset at every plate, and their meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint on average than supermarket meals of the same portion. Plus, nearly all packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas in the United States. If you have things that you don't want to worry about other than dinner, every plate is going to be for you. 26 tasty and affordable recipes that are going to change each and every week. Go to everyplate.com now, starting at just $1.49 per meal, plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49Q. That's 49C-U-B-E. So get started today at everyplate, everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code 49Q. That subscription must be active to qualify to redeem your $1 stakes. Get started with every plate today. Uh, but let's go back to the Chip Kelly thing here, because a lot of people are going to see this and say they're just going to completely poop on UCLA and the job that it is and where it's headed. Some of that is accurate. Yes, I'm not going to push back on all of that. But keep in mind, there was a lot of the UCLA guard that was done with Chip Kelly. There was a power broker or two that stepped up and kind of helped save him and keep him around. 
I think Chip Kelly has seen the writing on the wall. I've seen he, I think he's seen some of the money be stripped away that could have gone to NAL or could have gone to other things to help him be successful as the UCLA head football coach. So this to me was more timing than anything else. Uh, you heard on McAfee's show yesterday as well, Mike Lombardi saying that he interviewed for the Seattle Seahawks job, which Ryan Grubb just got. By the way, the, the tangled web that we have weaved with his college coaches and their movement is just, it's, it's impeccable. It's remarkable. We're going to get to it a little bit further here in just a minute. That's just one, one little small piece of it. So Chip Kelly doesn't get that. He was linked to the commander's offensive coordinator job. Obviously he didn't get that one. Then Lombardi drops the bombshell yesterday on McAfee's show saying that Chip Kelly interviewed for the Cincinnati job last year and was, I guess, not hired. But Lombardi was 100% confident that he interviewed and wanted it. So Chip Kelly has been trying to get out of what's happening at UCLA. Now, I understand that there's some issues internally at UCLA. Financially, they're strapped a little bit. Um, but the really intriguing part about this UCLA job is where this search would have been a month ago, two months ago, three months ago, because Jed Fish would have been all over this job. If he had not taken the Washington job, I think you could have gotten it. Um, what about Jonathan Smith to Michigan State? If you would have made a move towards right at the end of the season, could you have kept him from going to Michigan State and moved him down to UCLA? Very good chance. And then the one that a lot of people are going to throw out there based on what it is, the location would have been, if you made this move during the season, could, would have Lane Kiffin been a real candidate? I don't know if UCLA can afford him. I don't know if you can outspend Ole Miss to be able to go get him. But geographically, it feels like one that Lane would have been interested in and at least taken those calls and listened to, which is just wild to imagine where UCLA possibly could have been based on the timeline of events if they would have just gone and done it and pulled the trigger here. So now it's going to be a completely different search. Do you hire within? Is it a P.J. Fleck from Minnesota? Is it a Tony White, the, uh, you know, the Nebraska defensive coordinator? My understanding is that David Shaw is going to get an interview for this job which where things are heading and things that he said, I don't know, Eric Bieniemy, Barry Odom, there's some intriguing names out there. But once again, if it's, let's say it's a Barry Odom, now another job opens up. Another head coaching vacancy is going to be there at UNLV who's upgraded their facilities. And you've got the Fertitta money behind them. So, I mean, this, this whole thing has just been completely bananas with what is happening in college football. But I will say this, don't hit the panic button just yet on Alabama. Losing Ryan Grubb, Scott Huff is really concerning, and the fact that those two were together and have both had a lot of history with the offensive line, and that could have been an area that you greatly improved. Yeah, a little bit disappointing there, but there are a couple other hires that you could go make, go get that would be just as good and just as impressive, at least from a play calling perspective. Well, maybe one. I don't know about a couple. And then keep in mind too, Kalen can still go do it. Um, also, with the Chip Kelly situation. If you're UCLA, yeah, you should be concerned. But if this is what gets the administration and everybody else behind things on board, that could be a positive moving forward. For Ohio State, this is magnificent, man. This guy is an elite play caller. His run scheme is as unique and wicked to watch as any in college football. Be excited with the backs that you have, the new quarterback coming in. Now, the personnel up front, not overly excited about that. So one massive concern that I would have with Ohio State going into this season. Want to see what the tight end depth looks like as well. Um, but Chip is going to be fun to watch with the weapons that he's got. Make no mistake about that. Some other coaching news quickly. Michigan has been getting hit hard. Obviously, that NFL tie we talked about, Mike Elston, the D-line coach, is gone. Jesse Minner, the D.C., is going to be gone. 
Um, you got Doug Mahomes going to the Rams as well, the DB coach. Jay Harbaugh is going to Seattle as a special teams coach. So that's a lot of that staff that's going to go. And speaking of going to the NFL, uh, the, the Jaguars are eyeing Tennessee running back coach Jerry Mack. So he's going to be gone, uh, potentially. Um, South Carolina wide receiver coach Justin Stepp's going to go to Illinois. I think that's a big loss. Stepp's been at South Carolina for a while. He helped with Juice Wells. He helped get Nicholas Harbor going a little bit this year, which was a much bigger project than anybody imagined and anybody would have ever talked about. Um, you know, he had a first round pick at Arkansas when he was there. So he's been around the league. Brett Bielema putting a great staff together at Arkansas, by the way. He goes and adds former Texas A&M linebacker Archie McDaniel to be his linebacker coach as well. So I think Brett's got a hell of a staff there. Uh, Vontrell King Williams is going to be the D tackle coach at Auburn. Jeremy Garrett leaves to go to the NFL. Uh, just another one there. So Josh Aldridge will move down and coach the edge position. Von Trevor coach D tackles and DJ Dirk and the new coordinator is going to handle the linebackers there at Auburn. Um, I am concerned about the overall staff turnover at Auburn. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not saying that that means they can't win eight games or that the roof is falling, but it's concerning to have that much turnover after one year. Some of which I have told you the university does not need to be taken a hit for and it's not on the head coach. That, those needed to happen and were going to happen no matter what. Then there's some others that either Coach Freeze has made the decision on or the individuals have made a decision on that collectively you lose a ton of continuity going into year two when you need to have a good season and you need a positive outcome. Hey, guys, I also got to tell you about Game Time. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps at Game Time. Listen, they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals, and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And with Zone Deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big-time savings. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use promo code CUBE, C-U-B-E, and you'll get $20 off your first purchase. It's that easy. Download the Game Time app today. Use promo code CUBE, C-U-B-E, and you're going to save $20 on your first purchase. Where do you get tickets? Game Time. Who has the best tickets? Game Time. Promo code CUBE. Get the Game Time app. Save $20 on your first, first purchase for all the tickets that you need at the Game Time app. NFL coaches quickly. Patriots taking Alonzo Highsmith from Miami. Bills are taking Jamil Adai from Miami. The Giants are taking Illinois outside linebacker coach Charlie Bullen. The Packers are hiring Miami of Ohio wide receiver coach Miles White. We mentioned uh, Michigan and uh, Doug Mallory going to the Ravens. The Colts are hiring Pitt defensive line coach Charlie Partridge. The Raiders are hiring UCLA running back coach Deshaun Foster. That was before the Chip Kelly stuff, so that was good timing. Uh, and I mentioned Jeremy Garrett, the Jags take the Auburn defensive line coach. I know some of you guys push back against that, man, but I've, I've never seen this many go to the league with a large amount still looking to get there. It's just fascinating to watch. And this tangled web that we weave with all these coaches now in the moves. Think about this. Bill O'Brien was the OC at Alabama. He leaves. Ryan Grubb interviews for that job. Doesn't get it. Bill O'Brien goes to Ohio State. He leaves to take the Boston College job that was left for the guy that went to take the D coordinator job with the Packers. Chip Kelly leaves UCLA, they didn't go to Ohio State. 
Grubb then goes to Alabama, then leaves Alabama to go to Seattle. All that being said, with now Chip Kelly's going to call plays, with an Alabama center snapping the ball to a Kansas State quarterback, handing it to an Ole Miss running back on a play that was basically called by the UCLA head coach all one calendar year prior. And by the way, the first game they play will be against a quarterback that they've already faced that wore an LSU uniform and an Auburn uniform in TJ Finley. Holy hell. I, I mean, you can see why folks can't keep up with all this. It is, it's magnificent to watch, but it's also just mind boggling to think that this much massive change could take place in one season. And oh, by the way, we have conference realignment and we have an extended college football playoff. So listen, man, we're going to be here for you each and every week. I had to jump in and give you my thoughts on these. I think it is an enormous gift for Ohio State to bring in Chip Kelly. I think UCLA is in a very tough spot right now. I think it is a very interesting spot for Alabama. Good news that that portal not still open and maybe you lose another player or two. Also, I think that it's interesting to see exactly where they go because this might not be so bad for Alabama. Either way, Grubb and Huff together were a massive get for Kalen DeBoer, and now you're not going to have that. Could another assistant or two go? We'll see. We'll be back to discuss it next week. Obviously, there'll be new coordinators and new head coaches hired. There could be more head coaches in college football that are open. And we'll talk more about those Tier 1 and Tier 2 teams in college football. That Tier 1 list is going to be a lot smaller than some of you believe. Appreciate you tuning in. Go check out the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get yours. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe button. We're gunning for 10,000. We're almost there. We appreciate all the support. Wanted to get this out to you today and get you my immediate reaction on some of the massive things taking place in college football. And we'll be back next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.